Broadcasting live, Rob, all over the country. We are the specialists in failure. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Be better. Love Carabao Cup Week. <laughs> it's basically, this is basically what got you into the sport <laughs> of, of football. Is it even really football? Is it merely football? Or is this just <laughs> like basically full on soccer at this point? It's everything. The, everything the and magic. nothing? It's yeah. all about the magic. <laughs> I mean, is there anything really more narrative-laden than the Carabao Cup? Ask Manchester United. True. Dang. True. I don't know. Is that is that a real... If a tree loses in the Carabao Cup, <laughs> does it lose to Nottingham Forest? I, I can't. I, I don't know the rest <laughs> of that saying. I don't know the rest of that saying. Man. Oh, man. They really... That's that's why that happened. Just so you can set that joke up. Yeah. They knew we were recording today. I make a lot of... So, I just want to kind of ease all of our five listeners, or however many people we beg to, in three of, on this. Three of them being us. Three yeah, of them being us. Say, three of them being us. I was going to say, three of the listeners are us. Three of the, so, so, maybe six listeners, because it will be us and our significant others. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's really possible. <laughs> They'll download it if we ask them to. Probably. Nicely. Yeah. I mean, nicely. But I'm going to make a lot of soccer in of soccer dad jokes. That's fine. You know, because I don't anticipate myself ever becoming a real father. So <laughs> this is basically this is basically the next best thing. So I'm here right now at, you know, um, we generally record this because we have like the, the long uh, span between, you know, our coast and the other dude's coast. Yep. Um, so, so we're here recording at 10 o'clock and typically if my Negro ass had to be up at this time, you know, I'd be sitting here with, you know, the little, like, the shot of espresso or something like this just to keep myself, you know, kind of, like, just going, like, and hating life a little less. Yes. Your boy's out here drinking, like, chamomile tea right now. Nice. That's pretty classy. Wow. Chamomile tea. Classy. Do you want That's... to know why? Do you want to, do you have any idea why? <laughs> no idea. Uh, you gave up coffee for a week? Oh, yeah. I've given up caffeine. Wow. I have totally, I've gotten on the, because like I'm actually, you know, I was going to make the joke like I'm way outside of like millennial, but you know, as a matter of fact, uh, both of you guys actually are millennials according to the chart of where that yeah, goes we, up to. We made the cut. You yeah, just yeah. made it like you it was, just it in close, before, the, in before the lock. So y'all just made it. So I'm oh, right yeah. outside of millennial and I think if you ask, if you like look that up or whatever, I'm supposed to be either by this one thing, I'm supposed to be either Gen Y or a Xennial or a Willennial. I don't know, but like I'm just outside. It so, all depends on uh, retrograde, right? Yeah. 
so basically what they're doing with that is it's just that we are basically I, I'm right in that like kind of like yuppie-ish youngster-ish kind of thing where some health thing comes up and you just like start dropping shit from your diet <laughs> it could be it, it wasn't gluten this time you know <laughs> I haven't become a raw food vegan. I've decided that, okay, maybe caffeine is fucking me up. And you know what? Honestly, I can, I have to say, like, I don't miss it that much. Do I sound Do I sound particularly terrible? I don't think so. How do I sound, guys? I'm, I'm, I'm I decent, mean, right? The <laughs> ca- caffeine is like, you're known for caffeine, so this is... That's kind of my... Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, and I was discussing this. I was discussing this. like this. when Coca-Cola got rid of cocaine. <laughs> I'm basically, I'm, I'm the Coca-Cola minus the Coca. So... I was discussing this with with the lady before, and I said, you know what, honestly, I I know that my whole thing is like, oh, Maurice Downs, like if any of you, you know, see me on Facebook or whatever, you know, oh, Maurice Downs, he drinks so much coffee. I don't really drink that much coffee, though. I know people who actually drink uh, way more. Uh, I mean, have you with uh, yourself? I know, I know. I mean, it's like, I know, I know that's what I'm known for, but honestly, like it's on average of two a day. It like my average would be like a little over two a day. Like that time, like when Hector sees me, that's because like I'm on vacation and I don't have you know a goddamn thing to do. Like if I you mean, had if you had that, no responsibilities, there was that one day you, where we had like four coffees in one day. Right. So like if exactly like I'm like either I'm hanging out or I just don't really have anything to do. That's like not a typical day at all. My typical day is usually. The one to wake up and, like, at lunch, I'll have a coffee. And that will be it for the day. I know people who do way more coffee than that on a daily basis. And rem- because, you know, remember, I'm in New York and we live very high-stress lives. So how do you feel? How, how has your life been improved? Yeah. How the fuck has my life improved? No, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I feel fine. I actually feel fine, you know. Um it's no not. It's outburst. not that big a deal. I don't go through. <laughs> I ha, I haven't gone through jitters. Um, I haven't, you know, slit any little puppy's wrists or anything like that yet. You know, right. and it's been like a week. Like I remember, like I remember that. Um, my girlfriend was even trying to like give me just a sip of some iced tea. I'm so freaked out by caffeine right now that I'm just like saying, nope, nope, not even that. You keep Damn. that. Enjoy, honey. <laughs> I mean, people love it. Yeah, tea life. Tea, yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's me just what I'm saying. Me and Hector are big proponents of the tea life. Yeah, I still do the tea. I'm yeah, all about me it. Too. Me H- too. Hector can do the tea. How much? How much would you say that you guys do on a daily basis? Coffee, um, coffee wise, if you do. I will do one and one. I will do one coffee, one tea. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah, for me, it's generally, it's generally. Now, I haven't said, now I won't say that there aren't days that I don't, you know, go over that. But I was just feeling, like, so worn out. And I just had to, like, kind of, like, you know, take that take that crack monkey off my back for a second and just say, you know what? You and I, we should probably see other people for a little bit. That's fair. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And you'll find your way back to each other.
the whole purpose of Specialist in Failure is not to discuss my caffeine habits. We can make it the focus of the podcast. That might just become the subject of the podcast from now on, if y'all are cool with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Let's pull okay? the listeners. You can rock, you can rock with that. But <laughs> the general let's point... Pull, let's pull our girlfriends. <laughs> let's pull our girlfriends. <laughs> the point of Specialist in Failure is for us to pull our girl- girlfriends. Um, we get together every week. Um, Hector over in the DMV, Alan Nakish, the illustrious, over in uh, Wales with JJ, and myself over in Do or Die, get together every week, discuss the topics of the week or the fortnight, and we do have, have we discussed how how often we're going to do this? Uh, we have not discussed uh- how how long we're going to do this? Often, <laughs> I think long, long long is like until like y'all like finally get like too much on my fucking nerves and I just pull the plug on everything. But how long the pod? How long we're going to do between episodes? So could oh, be uh, could God. be a week. Could be I a mean, fortnight. I feel like our current uh, current way of doing it seems like pretty pretty good. A, a fort a fortnight. Depends what the people want. You give them what they want. You really give them yeah. what they want. Yeah. So the next episode is just going to be me dropping a bunch of hot 16s <laughs> on y'all. Off the dome, though. Off dome? Yeah. yeah. People like, that is like what does anybody want. really, can I just, can I go on a complete tangent here? Does anybody really give a damn about that, like, somebody can freestyle anymore? Well, you're you're gonna like don't insult the listeners. Like <laughs> <laughs> you mean you? <laughs> <laughs> don't insult hip hop, Maurice. <laughs> Listen, capital capital H, capital H, capital H, capital H, capital H all four. <laughs> but Maurice, colors. soccer is something you play, while hip hop is something you live. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. So to kind of like start everything off with, we like to start off with what I like to call the housekeeping section, the get the squad in order section, the give the lads a pep talk before they run out onto the pitch section, whatever you want to call it, and we just kind of discuss some topics for the week. I remember when I was discussing this with the guys, they were actually like, like Alan's hater ass just basically came back to me and said, Maurice. I have not listened to the Eminem album. <laughs> so you might just want to skip me on this. I haven't even uh, listened... I also, I would like to add something to that, actually. Hit me. Um, I don't plan to listen to the Eminem album. Nor do I. Nor like, do I mean, I. neither do I. Yeah. I just think if you're listening to Eminem in 2018, you should be banished. And... Um, to literally somewhere outside of the Earth's coordinates. But <laughs> the reason it's not—I'm not even asking though. Like I have absolutely—I—I'm not trying to hate on dude or anything like that. I just have no interest in an Eminem album at this juncture of my life. My life is very complete without it. I feel very secure in my manhood without listening to an Eminem album right now. Yeah, I mean, it's just like—I don't know. I don't need that much anger in my life. I already follow Tottenham. 
<laughs> I, I have a, a, a semi-strict a policy to not listen to, to any um, rappers over 40. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So. That kind of hurts because I'm, I'm kind of a rapper over 40. <laughs> I mean, if it's on the radio and I hear it, you know I, what? No, no you, you know, honestly, you said what you said. <laughs> you said what you said. It's what it, what it, it is. It is what it is. It's out there. I'll like uh, when you share your album. I will like the post, but I won't share it. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm really just like I'm just fucking hurt right now. But whatever. <laughs> I just don't know. I. I thought I came up with y'all. I brought you in. I discussed teams. I said to go with Chelsea. You didn't, of course, which is like what you all guys, what you guys always do to me. I don't get like I don't get why you're doing this to me. This kind, of, this kind of hurts. No, um, but uh, back to the Eminem thing. One thing that has been entertaining. I don't know if you guys have seen um, Vince Staples um, on his Instagram stories. He has been like having. A conversation. I mean, I doubt Eminem and uh, MGK are watching his feed, but he's been trying to to get them to just like fight, <laughs> like like literally fight, not like yeah, fight on the, like literally on the fight. So like, I'm sure it's no longer on his stories, but I, I think it's on That's YouTube. So if, you, if you look at Vince Staples, Eminem on YouTube, you can find clips of of him. Um, trying to just get them to fight so that's pretty entertaining that's been my favorite part of the of the of this whole beef but that's yeah. the, the thing is is that i just wanted to know if you've just seen the reactions to the beefs because that's all there was when i was like putting this whole thing together it was first just going to be button versus m have you listened button has you know joe button hasn't actually <laughs> Joe, Joe Budden. Like I God, He hasn't he oh hasn't actually God, even like released a Wait, track. The pump it up guy? I was walking through Macy's over the weekend and I heard oh, Pump It delightful. Up. <laughs> so oh. So there you go. Yeah, I remember that song. That was a while back. What's he done since? <laughs> what track? <laughs> what is this that you heard? Uh Pump It Up, the only one he's but like yeah. known for, known for. Yeah. Yeah, he's like from New Jersey or something, right? Yeah, he's from Jersey City. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm trying. I'm trying not to say too much on this, like seeming like I'm trying to like go out the dude because like this I mean, this this Negro full on lives for beef. As a matter of fact, when he was like talking about Eminem coming at him, and this is the only thing I wanted to discuss, not the actual album, but just like the people coming at M. Like he literally put it, he literally put it this way: "My dick gets hard for rat beef." So, well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know that this is quote unquote rapper Beth, but you know this this dude this dude like kind of like lives for like joning on somebody, and there's like a lot of shit to join me about. Man, we we just started this show. We can't we can't go at Joe, but. I'm not going at. I'm not going at. Like no. seriously, no. We love Joe Budden. We, seriously, Joe Budden, easily in my favorite. What What does he do again? Top five rappers from New Jersey. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm completely. That's I'm. It. I'm completely happy with that. I was just. Joe Budden is good at. 
He is actually, he is actually, like, you know, all, all bullshit aside, the dude is actually, like, a dope rhymer. It's just, like, I only, like, really know him for, like, a very few things. It's just funny that, like, one of them is just, like, the Shady 2.0 verse. You, you all remember that, at least? Please, please say yes. I remember yes. hearing it. I don't remember the actual verse, but I remember that. I remember that there was a Shady 2.0. But I don't remember the verse. He basically or, took, like... Or Joe Biden. He basically, like, went at Eminem and said that, like, his, his entire response to Eminem was basically, you don't get me out of bed, you know, with an album like that. I'm not going to come, like, do a diss album for you. But then kind of, like, just made a diss song, album, track, whatever you call it, poem, diss poem, on his show, just basically saying that, like, Saying, saying things to the effect of, okay, his run going to get in trouble now because he's just like, y'all don't understand. Like, there's a way that, you know, rappers respond and there's a way that rich niggas respond. And meanwhile, like, I'm there going, I'm they're making the Scooby noise like, like you're rich. Oh. Oh. This is great. Like, just Doesn't that make I'm you happy for him, though? Like, like, I'm happy because, like, I, I had I, no idea. I just have, like, no context in, like, how I think. <laughs> so your description of this just like makes it 20 times better thank you thank yeah. you so to Eminem and most importantly Joe Budden and I guess to a certain extent Machine Gun Kelly I hope you enjoy the rest of the show <laughs> has been basically unveiled to the world. Oh, what did you what did y'all think of the trailer? That I know you've had to have seen. If you haven't seen that, I'm turning I'm turning this off like right now. I've specifically watched uh, Captain Marvel punch that old lady at least 50 that times. That was excellent. Yeah. That was excellent. So Eric brought uh, that up. I mean, up. I guess as a native New Yorker, you must you must understand this frustration. I you know people in the subway. And that's where she connected with me. On and with the old a personal lady. level. Was the old lady manspreading? <laughs> Probably. But here's the thing. Here's the great thing about that, though. So the whole kind of story with Captain Marvel, or at least like some of it, is that she got her power, I believe, through uh, the... Uh, the oh, she people. has something with the scrolls. Oh. The, the scroll scrolls? empire. What were you saying? Oh, uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't don't be. If you're going to be a wise ass, give me time to react to it, Alan. Come on. <laughs> so the whole thing is that she got her she got her powers or whatever through her interaction or whatever with the scrolls. The scrolls are this interdimensional shape shifting, what you call it, that she's going to have to deal with. Um. She comes back to Earth. She has all of these powers. Yada yada yada. Thing is, scrolls are shape-shifting. She has to deal with them. So that's what I think that she sucked the bejesus out of that granny on the subway. Not just because it was just like, no, I don't want any peppermint candy, old lady. Move the fuck over. It was, or, no, I'm not going to turn down my cell phone for your delicate ears. Like, she... She actually probably socked that old lady because that was probably a scroll, but they do nothing to explain it. So there's just this awesome scene of like all of these action scenes going back and forth. 
is supposed to take place during the 90s. So there's this very just like on the nose thing about her landing in a blockbuster video because, hey, look, it's the 90s. She landed in a, in a blockbuster video. Do you remember that, Alan? I mean, do I remember blockbuster video? Yeah, that's where I read that's what, the, That was the first scene of the trailer. She like crashes around. into a blockbuster video. So that's supposed to indicate, oh, this is the 90s. Waka waka. I was a little, <laughs> that was a little much for me. But then, you know, all these action scenes happen. And then Homegirl just seriously leans back. So this like, so there's this scene, there's this granny like smiling at her, smiling at Captain Marvel. <laughs> she just leans back. And she just clocks her, just clocks the Jesus, I mean, clocks like it, the clocks any religion it. that this woman had out of her body, you like gave her an out of body experience, like just like totally like that, like like snaps her head back, that like kind of punch where you wonder if, you know, did this person like actually break their neck or something? And then it just moves on with like the rest of the trailer, and it does nothing to explain it. And I was That's just like. The best part. I was just like, yo, they just let that rock. They seriously just let that rock. I was just so amazed at that. It was just like, they did nothing to explain that. They were just like, yeah, you know, that was a bad guy. Trust me. Like, whoever, whoever the video editor was of that, real MVP. <laughs> Okay, so getting to the show, I've got a list of topics. I'm going to start shooting them out. I the top every uh, fortnight right now as we're doing. I'm going to so I'm going to more steer the conversation. I'll give my two cents where they are necessary. I should should I say two pence or two euro? I don't True. know. If, I don't know if. Um, England will still be part of the Euro by the time we do the next podcast, but let's just go, let's just go with this terminology for now. Um, so one of the main topics the last time that we were talking about was going into international break and just how depressing that was. So that's all happened. That's done. International break for anybody who has no idea is during this time of year, there'll be like a week where anytime there's like, anytime that some of the, you know, the qualifications for some of the major tournaments, be it the World Cup or the Euro Championships or the Copa America or any of those or African Cup of Nations happens or whatever, um, this is like, they like to schedule them all at the same time so that they can get these out of the way. If you're not in one of those confederations or you don't have anything major coming up, a lot of friendlies get scheduled around now. And this is basically the international break. Um, so we're just going to kind of throw it to you guys kind of very quickly. Um, did we learn, I'm going to do a very kind of like kind of specious one. Did we learn anything from this international break? I can't seem to remember. Was there any kind of controversy from it? Um, that we didn't know what to do on Saturday. Exactly. Um, I don't think there was anything of note. I'm just glad it's over. Yeah. Uh, it was a very trying time. It was. A yeah. There was some. 
Yeah, there weren't. I, I can't recall any memorable games. Um, Mexico looked okay. The U.S. looked okay. Uh, there was the, the the controversy during the game where where uh, uh, what I'm, I'm losing the the name of the American player. Um, Miazga. Miazga. Uh, oh, yes. So Miazga. this is actually kind of this kind of leads. Uh, like, oh, I'm going to let you finish your thought. Finish your thought, and then yeah, I'll go. Miazga was. Um, mocking um, Linus from um, the Mexican um, squad uh, for uh, stepping to him and and being short. So there was that. So that like did uh, cause some um, drama during the game. Um, and then um, one of the Mexican players um, proceeded to to foul um, one of the the Americans a few plays later and ended up getting a, a red card. So that that kind of changed the game and um, and uh, the U.S. ended up uh, winning that one. But um, yeah, that was the that was the most um, the most memorable moment for me um, of the international break. Uh, Della Alley also got hurt uh, during the break. Uh, that, that was totally great. So that was <laughs> so that, that was, was awesome. awesome. That was not very memorable, but, uh, but he's back now. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, now this is the first international break um, after the World Cup, right? That was the first one. Yep. yep. Yeah. First yeah. One. So I mean, I think a lot of teams were just trying to like send out their like their World Cup squad and and have like a little uh, celebration of what they achieved and um, and what happened. So I mean, if anything, games maybe were a little bit more. I don't know if competitors the right word, but they had uh, more of their um, stars out. Uh, yeah. Which is something that was interesting that I noticed that with the European teams, they did have their stars out on tour, but when it came to, like, at least the, the U.S. Um, squad and the Mexico squad, it was fairly uh, fairly young squads. Um, I mean, it's two teams that are trying to, to figure out what the hell they're going to do for the next World Cup. So, I mean kind of glad they're both starting early mm. i want to kind of address very quickly i said that i would just stare the discussion but i wouldn't go whole hog into the discussion but here's <laughs> on here's on one thing that i do want to say something it's going back to miazga on the u.s squad you discuss this i discuss this um Alexei Lawless, who hit his entire point post-playing career seems to be to make the occasional decent point and a bunch of other really crappy points on top of that. You know? Like, he, I've never seen somebody score more own goals on the microphone than, like, since, like, you know, pros of, of the Fugees. Oh, but, shit. He was making the argument that Miazga, I, this is his own, I'm, I may be paraphrasing, or these may be literally his own words, Miazga, what he did, his gesture to that uh, Mexican player was like what the America needed. And he was the <laughs> villain that America needed. My whole theory with that is that was actually kind of a borderline racist kind of shitty gesture for reasons that we discussed 
And yeah. if you're going to villain, find some other way to villain. That's yeah. my take on it. I mean, and like I like I like I've said before when we discussed this. Uh, I think it's 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 a uh, it's a rivalry game. It's totally fine. Players like keep yapping at each other and get at each other's faces, and Which we've seen fun. that with Chicharito and with Bradley and yeah and other players. So that happens, and that's. That's part of the game. Um, even hard fouls and, and all that, like that happens. Um, but um, but yeah, that was a little bit. It was a little bit too much. I know a lot of people didn't really see it that way, or didn't really understand. Uh, couldn't really separate that it was more. When, when if you're, you're from, with, if you're from outside of, if you're from outside of the United States, yes. <laughs> Then yeah. I can definitely see how you didn't like get like why that wasn't cool what he did. Yeah, so it was it, it was. Um, I don't think um, he had that intent, but when you do those kinds of things, uh, they 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 mean more than what you think they mean. So you just need to be careful. I, yeah. I um yeah. Well, here's the thing. I wonder. I wonder if he took himself aside later and said, "Shit." should I really have put it that way? Right? I hope be, so. Yeah. Be where it's just like, wow, I get that we were, but I feel like we've all had it. And to me, it's like the difference between somebody just being just kind of a crappy racist for the rest of their life and somebody just coming to terms and like learning from their experience and saying, so when you say something to somebody and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, I can get, I get how that could have been interpreted. I hope that he really did take himself aside and say. Yeah. I mean, it just like um, to, I guess, to paraphrase, uh, to sh- give a short explanation of my um, point of view is that, I mean, shortness is a Mexican stereotype. And when you point to uh, Mexican shortness, which is something that, like, I mean, it's a stereotype. So when you yeah. do that, then it obviously has its connotations whether you do it in a game uh, or whatever like yeah there's just not it's not the I mean there's never a place and time for that but yeah definitely not there right and, and, and uh, it's just something you have to understand and and a point that we were making also before when we were talking about this is just that you also have to kind of be careful if you're one of these powerful countries you have to wonder you have to kind of ease back on some of the energy that you're putting out, some of the things that you're putting out there, because it's easy for you to say something like that and not consider the context of how other countries around the world will look at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. I mean, to to us um, here, it's just a game, but to other people, it's, it's, it's not a game. Yeah, you know. And this is, I think... I, I'm I'm willing to almost say this is at the point where like I thought what Alexei Law said was like just fairly irresponsible and and he also did he did two things one he said he was just the villain that we needed or whatever I thought that was a little irresponsible the other thing that he said was just that spare me the sanctimonious blah 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 because you know Mexico should look in their own closet first that's and we were discussing this Hector where we were just kind of saying when you try to discuss, you know, things about culture or race, you know, with certain people, how a lot of times their best defense is basically, 
well, you said this like one thing that one time, so uh, what about that? And it's just, that's your defense. (laughs) That's like why it's okay. (laughs) Because I may have said some racist or however thing, whatever time ago. So that's, you know, all fair game. And, and, and that's, that's, that's completely ridiculous, right? (laughs) I would like to think. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you, you said it like that's, that's about as succinct as you could get. Yeah, it's just, it's, um, if the only way America can get a, to use a schoolboy term, chubby, is to act the jackass on the field, I mean, how is that going to carry over? What are we, I mean, further, further down the line, like, what, you know, this happened against Mexico's, I don't even want to say somewhere between C and B team. You know, what are we going to do against, like, you know, once we start playing the, Nether- you know, the Netherlands A-team, the Italy a the Mexico A-team, you know, what are we going to, like, just have this, like, list of, like, oh, time to get out my book of slurs right now, you know? <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. Like, it's a good point you bring up. Like, like I know that it's a, it's a rivalry game, so you're going to, like, get yourself all hype, but it's, like, you're the youth team and they're the youth team this isn't really uh really like your typical mexico usa um like rivalry game it, it's not your like classical their derby whatever yeah. we want to call it um so yeah i mean these kids they want to they want to get all want to pump themselves up and try to make something out of nothing yeah, it's just America needs to learn how to play tactical tactical football. They don't need to learn how to be a dick on the field. Like that's not going to get you goals. I'm sorry. <laughs> not going to get you goals. <laughs> sorry. But um that we should discuss um Modric I believe he got he he got a uh, player of the year right yeah he did he he won player of the year and Ronaldo and Messi didn't even show up to the event no is, so is this the ball, ball really no no this is uh this is the FIFA awards um and the big con- I don't know if it's a controversy but uh people are people at FIFA did take offense to um, to Messi and Ronaldo not showing up to the event because they knew they weren't going to win. Uh, so wow. I, I think the quote was, wow. you, "You need you need to come not only when you when you win, also when you lose." So that's kind of a dick move. That's so so yeah, so they didn't show up. Uh, <laughs> other things of note that people were complaining about was um, I think Salah was. Uh, I guess seen as one of the, the top. I think he came in third or something like that in the vote for Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't even in the first eleven. Uh, but they threw him a bone with the goal of the year, uh, which was not a very um, like impressive goal. Uh, it's just a goal. But I mean, Mo Salah had a, an amazing season, so why not? Uh, so but these, uh, are, so these are FIFA awards. Yeah, these are the FIFA awards. And. So 
Okay. Uh, does it only count their international appearances, or or do they judge them by their club merits? It's all everything. Wow. That's uh, so. I'm going to ask because I wasn't really following this as closely as a highly sought after podcast expert should be. <laughs> was Mbappe anywhere on this list? He was. Uh, let me let me see if I can uh, get the, the because I'm the, surprised. Like I'm not hearing that. To me, is the bigger controversy because I could almost make an argument that well, why not? Because he's, I guess. If you want to add it really all up, I don't know, but which one is it? Because he's he's so much younger, he's so skilled, and the thing is with him is that he won the damn World Cup. I mean, that was so on PSG. I get that PSG didn't players. win. I get that PSG didn't win the um didn't get as close as some people might have thought that they would have to the Champions League, but. It's true. Are you uh, look? I I, I, just, I want to give you. I don't want to. I, I don't want to steal your thunder. Are you still looking stuff up, Hector? Yeah, I was trying to see what the what the the best eleven was, but uh, but I do know that uh, that Mbappe was on. Um, oh, here it is. Here's the the eleven. We got Mbappe, uh, Varane, Varane, Messi, Danny Alves. I don't know how. Um, Conte, Hazard, Ronaldo, Modric, De Gea, uh, Sergio Ramos, and Marcelo. I'm just more surprised. I think my more, my bigger surprise is that he was higher on that list for Player of the Year. But was he was he eligible? I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that works. But um, is he is he almost like too young at this point to be elected? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like he's. Uh, Done enough individually as a player. I think he did win the World Cup. He had a couple of amazing goals, but did he carry the team? No, it was really. I mean, if anything, Conte had a more impressive World Cup than than Mbappe, in my opinion. Um, so, and I think you probably have the same opinion. I think I've heard you say that before. Uh, I I too have the same opinion. That that. Conte had a better World Cup than Mbappe. Yeah, what do you think? I thought, I just think that you have to think of, to me anyway, I don't know what the factors are, but I'll think, you know, his age, um, that he is holding down a spot on PSG, you know, which is... You know, and if we talk in like three years' times, five years' time, is that going to be almost like the new Real Madrid, where it was like where Real Madrid is just like, you know, there are people who feel that you haven't really, unless you have a Real Madrid on your um, resume, that your resume is not really complete. Is that going to be the same thing with PSG someday? I don't know necessarily. Um, I think some of the very legendary goals that he scored at the World Cup. Conte is difficult because it's like, we understand as football nerds, like why 
you know, the influence that Conte has on a game, but I feel that certain people might not. So, I see your point, but I also see my own point, which is just like, <laughs> which is just, I'm just more surprised, I'm just surprised that he wasn't higher, if, if he was voted for, that he didn't receive more votes, because, um... I mean, he made the team of the year, but, um, but I, I did, I did find out who the nominees were for, um, player of the year, and the three nominees were, uh, Modric, Ronaldo, and Salah. Okay. So those are, those are the only options for player of the year. Yeah, his And name. the FIFA vote, uh, 25% of the FIFA vote is fan vote, uh, the other 75%, I think, is people that are in the... In the football world, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Can't trust so that okay, so then yeah. okay, so then that makes more sense. Then that makes more sense to me because I didn't, I honestly didn't know that it's only it, it, it's only three that are shortlisted. So let me let me give you a few more uh, winners to, so I can hear like some hot takes. Okay, good. Uh, hit me with it. So um, so best men's coach um, was uh, Deschamps. Um, the nominees were also um, Zidane and. Uh, I don't want to screw it up. Uh, Dalic, the Croatian uh, coach. I almost out of. Um, hmm. So the champs won it. I don't. I don't hate that. I guess I don't hate it. I mean, you could argue that Zidane, you know, I guess did win the Champions League for the third year in, in a row. Yeah. So that could be. But if it's just the awards for the year, yeah, I mean, you win the biggest prize in in the sport. Yeah, you should be named coach of the year. Yeah. Okay, go on, uh, go on. Uh, best goalkeeper. Uh, the nominees were Hugo Lloris, Casper Schmeichel, and Courtois. Who do you guys think won? Mm. Courtois. Courtois. Yeah, Courtois won. Um a little shaky, I'd say, <laughs> on that one. It's mm. it's like I get it because Lloris didn't have an amazing World Cup. He really he did have some some great saves, but I mean he was the keeper on the World Cup squad, so I think that's what got him on here. Um, Schmeichel, I, I guess I, I don't know. Actually, no, no. Like um, I've decided that I've decided I'm ready for a hot searing take right now. Hot searing takes. Um, yeah, I feel like you have to give that one. You have to give that one to Loris. I feel like you have to because Tottenham had a better year, had like a very decent year, and he won the he won the damn cup. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Uh... Well, I, I almost like I, I it's, it's almost like I don't completely understand. Courtois wasn't terrible this year, um, but he wasn't. I don't know that he was necessarily amazing this year either. Right? Yeah. I and I say, and I'm much, and I'm the Chelsea fan among all of us, and I'm saying this. <laughs> I think the reason this list is not very like exciting is because we've all seen these three guys have much better seasons than what they had this year. So yeah. seeing them on here, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it gets yeah. just are good. 
so it's an odd selection, I'll say that much. It's a little, it's a little odd. Uh, pretty crony scored. Yeah. Are we happy? Do we know that this always would have happened? Because now he's done, I think he's got like three on the year already. And um, yeah, I always knew this would happen. I, I think I even mentioned this in the last podcast that, well, I think I mentioned that I didn't care, but I also mentioned that, um, <laughs> but I also mentioned that, like, you mentioned that you don't care a lot. To, I don't know, to go at the cron for having a slow start is just going to backfire on you. You know what I mean? Like, he, last year, he had the same year where it looked like, oh, everyone's like, he's lost it, he's lost it. And then he just started banging in goals left and right. Mm -hmm. Like, it was no problem for him. Yeah. So, I'm really not concerned about that guy scoring, but I also, I guess, expect him to work in a different way at Juventus. He's 35. I didn't realize he was uh, already 35. Well, that's because the, the dude has, like, the fucking body of, like, a 20-year-old, like, prime, like. I mean, there's really? a reason. I've never like, seen it. I've never seen him without a shirt. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Like, you've never seen you say, uh, seriously? I've, I haven't seen That's, like, a like, third of his pictures. <laughs> unless, like, unless, like, you're blocking it out because you know you'll never look like that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was about to it. say, dude. It's just like, oh. I've never seen him with his shirt on. <laughs> so, uh, so, I mean, we all know Juventus is going to win, is gonna win um, the league. Right, we're you know. The league, uh, but what really is going to, I guess, be, what what, what Ronaldo is really going to be measured on is, is how they do in Champions League. And as you guys saw, they didn't do very well. Um, the first game, uh, they ended up winning, but uh, what do you guys think of the, uh, Ronaldo getting the red card? Um, very undeserved, pretty weak. Yeah. In, in yeah. terms of as red cards go, I mean, you and I have gotten red cards. I feel like I feel like everybody is saying the same exact thing, though. This is like the most not controversial red card of all time. Only. If only because, like, everybody was looking at that and saying, like, what the f*** was this? Right, right. Like, no one no one understood. Like, even even the commentators are saying, well, I've never, I've, I, I've never seen somebody get a red card for something like that, that, like, soft or something like that. <laughs> That's, like, maybe a yellow. Good Do commentator you, voice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that was Ronaldo, was he... Although they won, was he still upset because he was not on the field when they won, and he was not the reason they won? I'm Absolutely. going to. Here's One, my hot take for 1, the week. One thousand percent. Here's no, 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 no. Here's my hot take for the week. Here's my hot take, and now I know he didn't. I know he can be a jerk about certain things. I actually am going to argue that I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo is actually the dick everyone makes him out to be. You know what? I actually believe that. It like deep down in my heart, I believe that as well. But I, I like it to an extent. I like believing that he is. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to believe. Like if we stop believing in Santa Claus, we have to believe in something. I mean, what's the? I mean, 
I, I don't need to ask you guys to drop a wire line, but but I'm going gonna, to. But we're gonna, gonna go ahead. But we will whenever you need. I mean, to. we're gonna whatever. We're gonna die on this lie. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's fight on that lie. <laughs> I can't even do it without laughing. I can't do the Slim Charles voice without laughing. I love that Negro's voice so much. If it's a lie that we fight on Cristiano Ronaldo's lie, that's what that's what goals is. Um, I can't. I. <laughs> I just, yeah, here's the thing, because it's hard because he will say some things like, I got carded because I was so handsome, or, um, you know, talk <laughs> I know about... What, his, I know what that feels like. Yeah, I yeah. mean, don't, I, 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 I would imagine, you're a very lovely young man. I, or, you know, he will do things like not show up to the, you know to the uh, FIFA role player of the year thing, you know, which gives him, and, and he, and he can be a little cocky, but I also don't really think that he's this massive egomaniacal jerk that he's necessarily made out to be. He's openly, I've seen, I can name, I could rattle off probably five or 10 players who will less celebrate somebody else's goal. Like Cristiano Ronaldo cares that somebody else scored. He doesn't care that he scored. He cares that the team won or not. I've seen him, like, after a game say, you know, I don't really care that, like, I had that awesome goal. The team lost. So, and he also, in interviews, he doesn't really come off as, like, you know, I don't want to, you know, jump on your Neymar hot take for later. Neymar comes off like a bigger jerk than he does. Okay, well, that's bad. I mean, he is Neymar. You know, he definitely comes off like kind of a, you know, he comes off like more moody and more, you know, apart from the whole like, I didn't remember that was actually black thing. We'll ignore that for now. But, um, <laughs> he's actually comes off like more moody and more it's, you know, it's more about, you know, it, you know it's about me. Remember, uh, we were all like kind of even saying that if we were kind of wondering if, you know, Kylian Mbappe became like the big man at PSG, would Neymar hang around? We were kind of wondering that, you know, for, and not for no reason. Premiership so far, so let's talk about relative fortunes. We'll talk about, we're going to actually start off with my squad this time, because I think Chelsea are incredibly lucky to have had the start that they've had, and I didn't want to kind of lean into like what the other people were saying what like some of the pundits were saying where they were just like because I was looking at the stats um for the Chelsea West Ham game or I should say West Ham Chelsea game we played there and I saw some of the reports and everybody was so down on Chelsea they're saying that you know this is a game where like some of 
Chelsea's blah 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 got exposed. Um, they're not the finished product. Sarri has some things to talk about. But meanwhile, I'm looking at something like 75-25 possession, you know, 15 shots on goal. I mean, 15, 15 shots, 5 on goal versus West Ham's like 1 or 2 with like 5 shots or something like that. Um, and I was just like thinking, what game were you guys talking about? Then I go and watch the game. And the truth is, West Ham did get way better chances at goal. So it wasn't a loss but it was a tie. This is the point where I have to mention that there was, I thought that there was no way we were going to go this far without losses. Um, we could have easily, easily lost the Arsenal game. Um, so I'm going to ask two people who don't like Chelsea at all. Um, what do you think about Chelsea's start so far to the Premiership? Did we get like a little bit found out by West Ham? And uh, keep in mind that I'm um, I'm a very emotional young man. Um, let's see. Well, if you look at the Chelsea chart uh, of seasons, this is right where they should be. Like a bad bad season, good season, bad season, good season, bad season, good season. It's such right. a weird thing. Like, y'all think that you're, you know, emotionally crushed being Spurs fans. I mean, like... When you know that, when you know, like, next like next season, like, that Sorry, we're that going to get... Next season. We're like, going to, like, season. lose 6-0 six, six to, six, to, you know, West Brom. Yeah, like, it's... Uh, honestly, it's... It's weirdly consistent for how chaotic it is. Yeah, you know. I'll, I'll mean, tell you. Like, I'll tell you one thing. Again, I'm incredibly, incredibly glad that the stadium isn't going forward because that would have been such a distraction right now. Is is the stadium not going forward? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, uh, not going forward. Not going forward, and it's kind of for the best because uh, Bramovich he kind of needs to you know work out his own things. You know, he's got a lot going on in his life. He may or may not be a citizen next year. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've like I've told you, I've been pretty high on this Chelsea squad since the beginning of the season. I think they're gonna. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even say they're gonna overachieve. They're gonna maybe. I think when they won the title a few years ago, they overachieved. But um, I think the they're gonna time, be the last they, time that they, Chelsea. Last time Chelsea won the title, they super overachieved. I didn't. I still don't believe it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I think, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna be in the top four. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, it looks like Hazard's having fun. Like, they, so I mean, I think that really makes a difference. He's at these awards, like giving duck faces to the camera. So. <laughs> He's, he's having a good time. Such a, so. such a sexy little Belgian. Yeah. Can we just oh. discuss this? Dude, dude's got a butt on him. I mean, <laughs> can, can we keep it 100? Can we keep it 100? I mean, go for it. I, I just talked about his butt, so I mean, I guess we can. Hey, I mean, no, no, it's just that's that was, a, that was all rhetorical. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you, I, like, you can like take too much from from this game. Um, 
if you're if you're Chelsea, if you're if you're West Ham, you're happy. You got a point. Um, and I feel like they West Ham always shows up for for derbies. You know, derbies, whatever. You know, like <laughs> like that they, is they when we just, they just hate every single one of their London rivals. Yeah. That, that they, I I myself can't wait for them to be relegated. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they spent so much money this this yeah this, they did this transfer window like and and they kept Pellegrini so I, I don't know like I feel like they'll figure it out. By the way, we did figure out what Muppet Pellegrini looks. We like. We finally did. No, okay. Well, we figured out what you were going for, yes. and now I even less see it. <laughs> no way, Le- bro. Bro, Google, Sam the Eagle? Okay, just Google. Sam the Eagle. Google Manuel Pellegrini Muppet. That actually comes up? Yeah, it does come up. What kind of crazy ass world am I living in? Like, what? That doesn't know. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think it's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. It's gotta be the brows. <laughs> they even have, uh, there's an image of him, of the Muppet. In Pellegrini's hair, with a man <laughs> Can I just say, as somebody who's been like watching, watching the football for you know a fair amount of years, how semi weird it is to see Pellegrini at this at this squad. It's weird for me. I expect him at an Inter Milan. I expect him at, you know, I expect him somewhere in Spain. I expect him somewhere. In Italy, I never expected him at a team like West Ham. I mean, and it's a shame because he he lost his job like for no reason. Yeah. Oh, so what? <laughs> what was that? I didn't I didn't hear about this. So what was this? No, no. When when he was uh, when he was at Man City, like yeah, they wanted oh. him. So oh, right, they just wanted somebody else, right? <laughs> That's like, in other words, he got like the Chelsea firing, where yes. you can win the Champions League, and it's just like. Congratulations on winning the Champions League. Get out. So yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't understand why why he wasn't able to get um, a better job. Right. But hey, it's uh, not, I mean, it's not a terrible. I mean, you want some, but I just hmm. I I. Uh, Hot, searing hot takes. I just wonder if this is the kind of job that he would really excel at, you know? It doesn't feel like the kind of squad, like, this doesn't feel like a Pellegrini squad. You see, right. you know I mean, what I mean? You thought, you your prediction was that, that he would do uh, well with his squad, so we'll see. I think it's still early to tell. Uh, but uh, Well, I said I said that that was the thing that scared me the most. On West Ham, it wasn't like all the players that they brought in. It was Pellegrini. But it just, it feels like a strange assignment. And like one of my best friends is a West Ham fan. So he's going to like probably just unfriend me on Facebook or block me, which I, both of which I probably deserve. But this feels like a weird assignment for him. And what is the deal with Chicharito there? I, I, I don't know. Um... That, I feel that, like that playing, gets me sad. Uh, but I mean, he kind of feels like his own fault for staying there. 
Yeah, I think he, he talked to Pellegrini before the season started, and I think they convinced him to stay. Uh, he believed in that um, he'd be in a different position than he was uh, last year um, under Moyes, uh, but doesn't look like it's changed. I mean, he's, he's gone into a few games this year um, once they've been down already and hasn't been able to, to save them, so... Uh, I guess he's being punished for that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he still if he still has what it takes to like come on as a super sub. But I mean, maybe he this is where he should be. He should be a sub on a team like West Ham at this point in his career. Maybe. So, um, well, I'm actually just looking something up right now. Yeah, you know, again, this is somebody who's played at Real Madrid. It's somebody who's... He's played at... Uh, he was at Man U, right? Yep. Yeah, this, that's where he he blew up at Man U. And, uh, and right, that was the one that was like the one that like really convinced me, like, oh, well, this guy's just going to be, like, you know, a superstar for them forever. And it's just... It's so kind of, like, sad that he, like, you know, bounced around to Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer, Le- <laughs> Bayer like, didn't have, like... An amazing, did, amazing season he did with him. He's decent there. Huh? Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. At, he was, he was okay. But, uh, he was okay, but not. Um, they didn't stop him. He was from at leaving. Real Madrid too, right? He was at Real Madrid. He was he, Real. The one year when they didn't win the Champions League, um, he was actually the one who scored the the goal to get them to the semifinal, and then they ended up losing. I think that's exactly the way it happened. But, oh, okay. Uh, Damn. Yeah, um, and speaking of Chicharito, uh, I did recently uh, read this book that has a, a section where they interview Chicharito and um, Osorio. Um, it's called Masters of Modern Soccer, um, and how the how the world's best players, uh, how the world's best play uh, the twenty first century game uh, by Grant Wall, and it has a, a chapter uh, on Chicharito and. I don't know. It was it was it was pretty good. I really enjoyed the the interview uh, and hearing like I guess what drives him and how he approaches the game. And it really made me <laughs> miss like Mexico having Osorio um, as their manager because he also oh, had a section on oh. there, and um, he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah. I'm still emotional about that. I know you are. So we're going to turn this over to our last topic of the night. We're going to discuss, I want you to discuss, because Spurs have had a little time of it, right? Spurs have definitely had a time of it. They've come off like some bad losses. Take me through, if you can, what you guys thought of the intermediate loss. I think Alan, Alan might have some words on that first. Uh, let's see. Spurs collapsing within the final minutes of a game. I mean, I it's honestly the first time I've seen it happen. <laughs> Never seen it before. That was pretty bad, though. I know, like I, I know we're kind of used to that kind of stuff, but that was pretty bad. That was like. It, uh, yeah. not gonna lie, my, my feelings were spe- specifically hurt. Um, it was painful to watch. 
And yeah, I mean, just also the fact that it happened on a set piece goal was just a really nice sting to, uh, you know, just really just lay it in there because I feel like Spurs have given up six or seven goals off of set pieces so far this season. All it's been. Yeah, and aren't they all like headers? Everything. Yeah. Um, That's a weird stat. You guys don't have like a header giving up defense. (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of, it's weird. I don't know what happened, but that just, set piece goals just became a thing during the World Cup, and it hasn't stopped. I don't know if anyone, any of you guys or anyone has seen like an analysis on why these types of goals have become more common. I don't know what teams are doing different. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on, but um, we saw it a lot in the World Cup. And we did. We're still seeing it. So It's, um, you know, maybe, maybe now that summer is officially over, they'll stop. <laughs> but, you know, you never know, really. So, but to uh, kind of go full circle back, so you guys have come off because you had the one, you had the a premiership loss, right, before the UCL we, loss. Yeah, that was the third loss in a row for the first time in, in Mauricio Pochettino's um, tenure as Spurs manager. Um, so that kind of stuck. Yeah. Uh, as far as the overall game went, uh, Spurs didn't play particularly well in the first half. A lot of, lot of turnovers. But then at the same time, they uh, they played. They made up for it in the second half. Found more pockets of space to open up into, and so I think it made it more of a disappointing of a loss. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of those games where, like, I I felt like what happened could happen, but I didn't think that it would actually happen because it seemed really ridiculous, and it just seemed like that was me being a fan watching a game. But then yeah. when it happened, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's the first game. I, I feel like it was a very important game, the one that they should have won. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, well. Barcelona did stomp PSV, but um, PSV didn't look too bad. I mean, they looked as good as you can look when you, when you let Barcelona. I mean, you don't let Barcelona do anything. When Barcelona scores five goals on you, Um, but, um, I don't know. They didn't, (laughs) I know five goals doesn't make it seem like they made it look easy, but they didn't make it look as easy as it was. I mean, Dembele's Dembele's goal was amazing. PSV are not going to crush PSV. And again, like, I think that when you look at some of these scores, like 5-0 or 6-0, I think there's a tendency to just think that, okay, that this team just got crushed. It could just be a matter of every time that they hit the ball, it just fell for them. Yep. Right. That happens sometimes. Like, people were making this big deal of one time, I think, Barcelona beat Real uh, 5-0. And people were making a huge deal about that. And... Real are still Real. You know, this doesn't mean like they were going to get relegated. I think you can see more with like a Man City. You know, I think the last game they won something like... I think that Cardiff game with Man City where they won five at Cardiff. There was a difference there because there 
it didn't look like Cardiff were really in the same. Or actually, no, let me go back to the Man City-Fulham game. Fulham didn't look like they belonged in the same division as Man City. That's more right. telling to me. And that's a lower scoreline. But it could have been it could have been three times that. So it, there's a danger to like necessarily taking these like super high scorelines and you know making too much of them. But what I want to come back to now is you came off a win recently, right? Yeah, they beat um, Brighton Hove. Yeah, HOV uh, over the weekend. It wasn't the prettiest win, uh, but it was a win, and it, it also got a little bit shaky in the end. Yeah. Uh, they were up 2-0. Um, Spurs were up 2-0. Um, gave up a goal in the 93rd minute. In the 93rd minute, and then it looked like they were about to give up another one. Uh, but luckily, uh, the ref ended that. Um, <laughs> Real MVP. Yeah, uh, but... Um, Hey, a win's a win. Um, Harry Kane scored a goal. And uh, he actually looked like Harry Kane after that goal. He looked better. There was, there was a change in, in, in uh, the way Pochettino put the guys out. Um, Harry was actually more of a lone striker this time. Uh, in, the, in previous games, um, Lucas Mora had, had played a bigger role in the attack, but he was kind of like, moved to the side a little bit so that Harry could work. Um, and he did look more more lively, as they as they like to say. Um, so, yeah, I mean, picked up the three points. Um, every Like everyone else, trying to stay as close to Liverpool as possible, but um, they just can't seem to lose. guys that's it <laughs> time to time to release it's time to i think i feel like i feel like we just definitely had i i feel like a little closer to both of you i feel like i could give you like e-hugs <laughs> i feel like you know our friendship is truly blossoming into something more like i, I definitely feel like this episode was um the flow was like a, a lot more better i i feel I feel like we're definitely playing very attractive attacking football right now. Uh, True. Just, just we on, uh, we favor a high press. We only do the high press. Do we have... Um, high press, we build from the back. Before I release you to your significant others, uh, do we have any final thoughts on the fortnight of uh, football or of whatever? It could be any kind of final thoughts. Uh, happy FIFA week. Uh, happy FIFA week, that's right. I'm still, um, I want to actually follow up on a thought that you had because FIFA's finally dropping for Switch. Um, and we're finally, like, this is where all the shit talk is really going to happen. But one thing Hector said, Hector, I want you to kind of follow up on. I was shocked that they didn't put out a demo and you said you are and you are not. Do you care to elaborate on that, mister? (laughs) I mean, I... I am and I'm not because they, I mean, when it comes to, I mean, yeah, as, you, as you know, like they have dropped a demo for for PlayStation and Xbox 
but they didn't drop it for uh, for a switch. For a switch. Um, honestly, I don't know why they did it. <laughs> I can't imagine why they did it, but I'm not surprised that they that they did it because they haven't seemed to um, have given a lot of um, as much attention to the switch um, as they do to the other platforms. Uh, Which is right. fine, but just like again, when you do stuff like this from kind of like my perspective anyway it just feels like you've got something to hide that's true and fi- and fifa well, and fifa 18 the money in that case follow the money fifa 18 you know for as much as i whined about it you know and and justifiably so whined about it because it didn't have online you know and this and that and it was actually using a slower play system than xbox and ps4 were it was fine you know, overall, it was fine. So it's just like, I mean, at this point, it's just like, what is your problem now? Yeah. Just just shut us up. Just shut us up. It can, it can go online now. It's a better experience now. It's just like, what are you, like, even trying to hide? Like, why would you even... I mean, at, at this point, it's almost like, if you don't feel like you have a good product to put out there, then don't put out a product. But it's just like, we were all fine with it before. Yeah. yeah. I guess the only thing I think of is that they consider the Xbox and the PS4 um, versions the the version that they're that they most want to push, the one that they're most proud of, the one that best um, shows what the game is. So maybe they don't want the first impression of the game to be the Switch version, which although it is uh, it isn't at the same quality because the, the system doesn't have the same. Processing power and Processing graphics power, power. But we know, like, but we know that. Yeah, we, we know, know that, that nobody's fooled about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, it's just they're just trying to get a few more of those uh, FIFA 18 sales through. I don't know. It just seems it just seems it just seems kind of silly to me because it's just like just release the demo, shut us up. You know, I just wanted to. What what annoys me is now you know every year that FIFA comes up. I have to, like, relearn how to play this thing. Now I have to relearn how to play this now. And I didn't even get time to, like, really, you know, download it, fool around with it. And, like, by the time that this starts up, you know, now if I, like, start shit-talking you guys, it's going to be, like, completely specious. It's just going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to whoop your minority ass. And, like, meanwhile, inside my head, I'm just going, I don't really know yeah. that, man. I don't know that. Like, that could, that so we'll, could. See, we'll see if the podcast still exists. Uh, it, it is coming out this week. No, it won't. It won't. Uh, if the podcast still exists by the time, we, if we're still friends by the... No, no, definitely. By the time no. the next episode I just, rolls around. I, I just don't see that True. happening. I don't see that happening. That's just, that's an impossibility. You're talking, you're talking complete nonsense. So, yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that too. Uh, also, looking forward to um, Chelsea Liverpool this weekend. Uh, I'm super looking forward to that. That's like always a great game. That's that should be a fun game. game. That's been a that, that you know everyone was always talking about Chelsea Arsenal, and that's always a, that's obviously a big game. Or Chelsea Tottenham and stuff like that. Or you know Chelsea Manchester United. It's just like blah 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 blah. Chelsea Liverpool. That is like my game. That's the game I get up for, really. Yeah, it's gonna be fun for like years uh, before, before, like before, like we all like really started talking football. That was the one that really, like you know, uh, made my made my nipples hard. Understandably, true. Perky. That's attention. 
Like I, I think it got pretty awkward in here. And uh, I mean, it's, good, good it, it never, it never that. left off. <laughs> it never left off. Oh man! All right, so that should do it for this week. Um, this Fortnite, this whatever. Uh, this is the first, I think, more polished version. Hopefully, I find um, another uh, musical track that I can illegally use on this to splice in. Um, but uh, I had fun this week. I hope you lads had fun. Uh, this was the more polished first episode, I guess match week one, we're going to call it, of Specialist and Failure podcast. Uh, this is your illustrious host, um, Maurice Downs in Brooklyn, signing off. Uh, for uh, want to give your goodbyes for Hector Acevedo um, I don't have a catchphrase yet but um, see you guys next time alright and for Alan Nakish uh, one left first alright specialist in failure and we are out